After a thrilling win against Montreal, Red Bull will wrap up their home slate later on against Atlanta. Today on Red Bull Weekly, we break down the playoff chase and catch up with Red Bull striker Patrick Klimala with Connor Lade. This is Matt Harmon. Time for another episode of our podcast series, Red Bull Weekly. Quite a way to wind down the month of October. It has been an unbelievable run of form for this New York Red Bull team. Brought to you here on our Red Bull Weekly Podcast by our good friends at New Jersey Institute of Technology. With the former Red Bull standout, Connor Laid, I'm Matt Harmon. Uh, Connor, you know, you think about what's left for this Red Bull team. After getting the win against Montreal, you still control your own destiny. You get three points against Atlanta. You know you're in the postseason. And at this point of the year... Isn't that what teams want to be able to control their own fate, not say, oh, we need to win and we need everything else to kind of break our way. Everything kind of has broken Red Bull's way during the course of, of the of the last couple of months. But now it, it's very simple. Beat Atlanta and you're in the postseason. Matt, you're absolutely right. I think you control your own destiny right now, and that's exactly what you want at this stage of the season. Uh, you know, over the past almost two months they've been playing these types of games do or die um and just when they've been counted out they always find a way to make it you know find a you know a little bit more light at the end of the tunnel and keep that doorway open and obviously montreal another example getting a huge result you know in a game you know not their best performance of the year but finding a way to get a result is huge in, in late october early november so Atlanta coming to town, couldn't think of a better team to come in here. Uh, you know, two totally different styles going after it, and that's it. Rebels get three points, and they're in the playoffs, and who would have thought that, you know, a couple months ago? And who would have thought the way that the game kind of finished up with Montreal? You know, you need all 90 and then some to get the goal. Fabio, who checks into the game as a sub. Caden Clark checks into the game as a sub. Patrick Lamal, who's going to join us today on our podcast talk about all of it um it, it was another night where it seems like red bull head coach gerhard strubert is pushing the right buttons i mean you, listen maybe it's just rolling the dice and hoping that you're going to get it but i think steve and i talked about so many times during the course of that game which was not great by for for new york it was a very haphazard almost haggard type performance and we kept saying, all right, I think you just need to sub and and maybe you just need to sub to kind of change things up. It turns out to just 100 percent work because you left Klamala in, which I think was a decision. And then Fabio and Clark, who combine on the goal, both substitutions made from the Red Bull coaching staff. Yeah, it's after a result like that, I think after the types of performances your subs bring on, that's that's the dream for any coach really come on and make you look absolutely correct in your decisions. And I think Gerhard nailed it right on the head, uh, getting Caden back in this game and, you know, a, a big moment, Fabio stepping up with a massive goal and Patrick Lamala playing service. You know, he's been so impressive this year, you know, eight goals, six assists. This is the type of production that they've wanted uh, from him and knew that they could count on. And, you know, maybe it took a little bit, but, 
you know, he's settled in really nicely to this team. Obviously, he's he's super passionate. We're excited to talk to him today and get to pick his brain a little bit. But just a great combination goal all around. Thrilled for Caden getting back on the field, getting an assist as well. And obviously, it's a it's a massive, massive three points. And so this is going to be, you know, again, just trying to build on this momentum to get it yourself in a good way for Atlanta. And obviously, quick turnaround again, which I'm sure at this point of the year, people are very excited about. You just want to keep on this wave as if you're in a good way, at least, which Red Bull has been. And so it's exciting. And obviously, uh, we're excited to talk to Patrick today and uh, figure out a little bit more about that goal and what he saw. You know, Connor, interested to get your your take on this. And, and it was something that we talked about during the radio broadcast. I think because of the way the game played itself out, you kept waiting, like, what's wrong, right? I mean, you watch that 90 minutes, and and that's kind of what we said, like, where is the spark and the energy from this team that we saw um, in, in the win over Miami, the the wins over Miami, I should say, the, the way that the team battled against NYCFC, the come-from-behind win over Columbus. They didn't have that normal bite against Montreal is that just something that sometimes you and I think I said it during the course of the broadcast and Steve agreed sometimes you just don't have it but it was collectively the team didn't have it yeah I think you you obviously have games like that throughout the year where you know you know exactly what you want to do but actually getting it done sometimes can be tougher and I don't know it could be for a variety of reasons obviously they've been like I've mentioned they've been playing in some insane games over the over the course of the last month and a half and that takes a huge toll mentally emotionally and sometimes games like this happen and obviously you don't want them to happen at this time of the year but to find a way to get through those results when you don't have your best stuff on the day is what is so massive for his team and they were able to do that and sometimes you know you have to win ugly and you know that you know not everything's going to be you know, beautiful and the way you just like you draw it up when you're sitting in the video room. And so it's, uh, you know, sure, you can look at it. Uh, you know, they didn't have their best stuff on the day, but I think you t- you got to take any positives you can take out of it. And that's having that ability to win ugly. And sometimes, you know, getting into the playoffs, you're going to have to do that. And also in the playoffs, it's not going to be beautiful as well. So it's going to be scrappy performances, uh, you know, from here on out. And I think that's just going to be something you have to uh, you have to expect at times when you have so many games back to back to back. But I think it's impressive that they got the job done nonetheless. Tell me from a standpoint of this, Connor, two, two questions for you before we kind of wrap up our segment and then we'll bring on Patrick. The first being, it's been something that the last couple of games, I would say, or maybe even last few, um, Gerhard has talked to Steve and I about in our in our pre-match interview and that has been making sure that the moment, in essence, doesn't become too big. You're still focused in going out and just playing a game rather than worrying about if we beat Atlanta, we get three points, but we get into the playoffs. Is that something that's hard for a player to to navigate and negotiate? I mean, listen, I, I don't think anybody doesn't understand the magnitude when and you're in the postseason. But how do you get the mindset of we still need to just go out and play the game and not overthink it? Yeah, I think it's easier said than done for sure. I think uh, it's always in the back of your head implications that are on the line in in these types of games. And I think, though, at times during the match, you're you're not even thinking about it. Obviously, you're just, you know, focusing on the task at hand 
at the moment. And that's just getting three points against Atlanta and whatever happens, happens. But it is easier said than done because throughout the match, you're going to be thinking, all right, you're uh, obviously you control your own destiny, which is huge. So you don't have another score up on the scoreboard that you're looking at and things like that. But it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. um, I think, but at the end of the day, you know what you have to do and that's, you know, go out there and get three points and you have to approach it the same way that you approach every single game. But I think it's also managing a little bit of the pressure that's on such a young team and, you know, trying to alleviate a little bit of that, just telling the guys to focus on the game and don't worry about what happens afterwards. And that's, that's, you know, it's the, that's part of the maturation process for a lot of these players. You have to kind of take a little bit of things off their plate, but at the end of the day, they're hearing it from every other direction so that they know exactly what's going on. But I think it's, it's exciting for young players to play in games like this and, you know, especially early on in a lot of their careers. And so this is, this is definitely going to be a tough test against Atlanta, who's also battling as well for position. And, um, you know, there definitely is a little bit around the facility of, you know, added pressure that they don't, you know, want to break the playoff streak as well. And so that adds into it as well, you know, of the club and, you know, been in the playoffs for a long time and they want to continue that streak going. So it, it's a lot of things going on, but at the end of the day, you have to focus on getting three points on Wednesday night. All right. Real quick, Connor, before we, we take that break and then bring Patrick on, um, you mentioned it, I think with Atlanta being the team that kind of stands in the way and both teams having this big moment, each team in, in the exact same situation, three points for Atlanta, three points for New York. You know that you qualify for the postseason. Since Atlanta came into the league, it's been such a fun little rivalry between New York um, and Atlanta. And it's almost I, I, the reason that I think everyone likes it so much is it it was very organic, right? It wasn't a forced rivalry. New York played their first ever game, the playoff matchups, the supporter shield run back in 2018. Um, it, it's become a very natural rival in almost an unnatural geography type situation. Absolutely. And it, that's what the best rivalries come out of. Just, you know, nothing's placed in front of you and say, hey, this is your rival. You want that to come organically. And I feel like that absolutely happened from the opening whistle of the first game against Atlanta, obviously playing spoiler on their home opener down there. And uh, obviously that was a big result. And the the atmosphere down there was incredible. And you just knew this was going to be a special uh, rivalry between us. And obviously you can just go down the list of uh, moments that, you know, the bad blood just continues to build. And, you know, off the top of my head, you know, Kamara Lawrence just laying in the big tackle on Vialba and, uh, there's so many incredible moments in this in this series that we've had against Atlanta, and that's what makes the game like this so special. Uh, you know, you talk about playing your rivals down the line, getting NYCFC three times in quick succession, and you get Atlanta with everything on the line right now. This is what else could you ask for as a player, as a competitor, to go out there? And for a lot of these guys, you know, haven't had that true Atlanta feel to maybe one of the games so far this year, and I think that's. Uh, this should be a very interesting one because I think that that bad blood will definitely be sparked and a lot of the new guys will understand what that's all about. All right, time out for us here on our Red Bull Weekly Podcast. On the other side of our break, we bring on Red Bull striker Patrick Clamava. We're brought to you, as always, by NJIT. New York Red Bulls Weekly brought to you in part by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT makes industry-ready engineers in more than 20 fields. If it's engineering, it's at NJIT. Number one of the nation for student upward economic mobility. Learn more at njit.edu. 
Back on the other side in the second half of our Red Bull Weekly podcast with Connor Laid. I'm Matt Harmon. We talked about uh, our guest who was part of the big goal to get New York three points last time out against Montreal. He is Patrick Kamala who joins us here. Uh, Patrick, first and foremost, thanks for giving us a couple of minutes here. I know it's a such a busy time, right? When you think of it, there, there's games every couple of days. Um, just still probably for you getting acclimated to things. So we, we really appreciate you giving us a couple of minutes. Yeah, that's no problem. You know, for for you and 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 we've been doing this um, and having players on the podcast almost every week, and, and everybody's road is a little bit different. Your road to get to New York and to get to Red Bull certainly unique. You've had so many different stops along the way. Um, I, I guess I'll start with this: Why, when the transfer was taking place, why did you think that Red Bull was a good place for you? So it's actually a fun thing because I wanted to come to Red Bulls six weeks earlier than I actually came because uh, I wasn't happy because I didn't play in Scotland and I want to I wanted to come here and they didn't let me go and in another window in this window what we had they they let me go so. I think the Red Bull is good for me because the style what we're playing, it's amazing for me, both behind the line. I love it. When when you think of the the frustration, right, as a player, everybody wants to play. So when you're not playing, it's got to be so hard because you uh, you just described like, oh, I, I wish I would have went to Red Bull the last transfer window instead of the one that you did. And and as a player, I would have to think that's pretty difficult to know there's other options out there and there's people that want you, but yet you, you can't necessarily get there. So, uh, yes, of course, you're frustrated because, like, everybody you want to play. But before I came here, I spoke with everybody, with Kevin, with the coach and i knew it when i when i come here i will be happy and this is what i'm feeling now i'm happy uh, i'm happy i joined the, this club well so that's a perfect lead-in question to the next one you and you kind of answered it you are happy here right i mean the adjustment i'm it takes a little bit of time to adjust but right now as we talk in early november you're a happy patrick lamala which is a good thing for everybody yeah 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 i'm happy patrick lamala yeah What's what? I'm sorry, Connor. Connor, jump in after this one. What does an unhappy Patrick Klamala look like? Oh, you don't want to see an unhappy <laughs> Patrick Klamala. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was wondering. I wanted to see because Patrick, you play with a lot of edge on the field. You know, very passionate. Very, uh, you know, you you play with a chip on your shoulder, which I feel like fits this system really well. How would you kind of? explain kind of your season so far obviously came in had a lot of assists off the bat then started scoring some goals and you scored some big goals along the way how's your first season been so far so generally the when i play on the field it's can looks easy but generally the my season my first season in mls it's not easy because i came here without preseason uh, it was so hard to to switch because my style of playing in Celtic was totally different. In Celtic, we we didn't press all the time. We we didn't sprint a lot. 
so I didn't play a lot of uh, also, but I think I'm good now, but my physical side, my couple technical side is things it's still I'm ready in I'm my the best it will be in the next season because now I think uh, I'm like 90% Patrick Timala. What can I show you? But yeah, I score important goals that against Miami, but example, but I think I also have to think to help the team. Like in the last game, I missed my chance. Like it was third game in a row and I missed my chance, but I still help the team when I'm on the field. But yeah, I'm I'm generally uh I don't think about my situation, but in this case I'm happy because I'm on the field and I help team every game. So it's a good point. Yeah, I think without a preseason like you mentioned and you know, fully getting up to speed, coming from a totally different system in a Red Bull, which is not easy. You know, eight goals, six assists. I pretty impressive, my friend. And I think that's that's kudos to you. And you know, you talk about big goals along the way, and you speak about Miami and the one, you know, the one that sticks out to me. I mean, it's gotta be the New York City, the PK. I mean, what a crazy goal. I mean, obviously, like you guys are pushing and you're, you know, up two men in a huge game that really started the streak for you guys, you know, without maybe that goal with that momentum really to go in the next game, it was such a big goal. And you waited forever to take that penalty as yeah. well. So take us through like what goes through your mind in while you're waiting five, six, seven <laughs> minutes to take a penalty. Yeah. My point when I was thinking uh, before penalty, because before the referee check uh, VR, I knew there is penalty because I shot the ball when the guy touched his hand and I knew it there is the pen and I just the for me the most important was to calm down and I have a lot of time for to do this so yeah. I'm just calm down myself I was like confident what I'm going to do and I just look on the goalkeeper like and I just score but it was crazy goal yeah I mean latest goal in MLS history so yeah, you, I, I, I was, I was happy actually because it's some kind of history. There you go. You're in the record books, my friend. And yeah, that, that was crazy. I mean, and then talk about a little bit about the momentum after that. Obviously, you go into the next game and, you know, win in New York City. And then you go on a an incredible run to put yourself in the position you are today to eventually play tomorrow and um, or excuse me, play tonight and play that or get into the playoffs if you if you get a win. So take us through kind of what that goal did for the momentum and how it was perceived in the locker room. Yeah, I think where after this game, we felt like we won this game because it was we had a lot of chances to score goal in this this game. Also, New York City was crazy game. Actually, it was the craziest game probably in my life and. I think after this game, we we felt like okay, we are ready, and you can see this after this game, we we beat Miami, I think for nothing. Then we we won a couple next games, and we we were unbeaten eight games in a row. But for me, the most important is when we lost against DC, our mindset it's still on the same level and we just keep going and we 
won another game so i'm so happy and so proud of my my team and i'm i'm pretty sure we're gonna win this game and we will be happy to to play in playoffs spoken like a true striker confidence all the time of course we're gonna win there's no no issue there patrick lamal joining us here on our red bull weekly podcast uh, as he mentioned game coming up later on with atlanta it's a win and in situation um for new york patrick you know a, a couple of things for you and you know at, at this stage of your career there's still so much of it to come how difficult is it for you to go from let's say poland to scotland to new york and learn a little bit about yourself maybe off the field as much as on the field um, you know, as you make those journeys, what have you, what have you learned about yourself as you've gotten older and now had different experiences in different countries? Oh, uh, it's actually amazing time for me also in Glasgow, like also in New York, because I went from Poland to Scotland and I was so happy. Uh, I, I played to Celtic, all these things, but I, I have a lot of unreal player around me like Scott Brown, Carl McGregor. I have a lot of uh, players and I just, at the beginning, I was so bad when I came to Celtic, but uh, day by day I were better. And I think this, what these guys teach me there, I can prove now on the field, like I'm without the preseason, but I can think a little bit more than our opponents. And I think this, what I learned then in Celtic, I, I can I can show also guys in the locker room who who didn't play in in a, on the high level, actually, what, what we can do better. And I think uh, I have good experience to, to do this. As, as you've been in the New York, New Jersey, what we would call the metro area now for the last several months, what are some things that, that Patrick Kamala likes to go out and do in the area when he's not training, playing football, um, for, for enjoyment? What kind of things does Patrick Kamala like to do? So generally when uh, when we don't have any practice, I have a couple more things to, to care because I have two dogs, wife, so I have to walk every day, my friend, when I'm off. But uh, generally I like... Uh, Morristown, this is the area when I live, and also I like New York City. Some some different, it's different city, man. It's like I lived in Scotland when every day was raining. Before I lived in Poland, Poland is nice, but New York City is totally different. Man, it's like huge space. I love it. And he, I mean, you landed in a pretty good place. I don't know quite what the Polish population is in Glasgow, but you've come into an area that has a very proud and rich uh, Polish um, community here. Have you felt that love from the Polish community here in New York, New Jersey? And do you have a couple of favorite spots that you found? Yeah, I met a couple, couple uh, people off of the field and like in the mall or during the walk. Yeah, but... Polish people are the best people, actually. So uh, I can feel this during the the game. I saw like Patrick Klimala. They sing. They they scream to me, and uh, I'm proud of this, actually. 
Do you, have you found any good Polish restaurants that make you feel a little bit like home? Or are you still yeah, looking for that spot? This was the first thing what I did in my first week, actually. Give us, give our, uh, give our listeners out there. Can you give the restaurant your favorite one? My favorite one. It's actually I don't remember the name this restaurant, but there's a lot of good restaurants here. But my favorite is in Harrison, and this is Polish restaurant. So it's I don't remember now, but it's on some with war. So, but. Nice. Love that. So, so Patrick, if you're not looking for Polish food, what is your next favorite type of food to eat? So generally, I have a dietitian. I have my special menu to eat. But when we have day off or when we are straight after the game, I love. Uh, burgers and pizza and the best burger in new jersey in new york is in committed pig or something like that Morristown. yeah Morristown is an yep. amazing place there you, you know it, it, you're you, i mean connor this is your language right he's talking about your area this is it that's it hey that's a great off day spot right there committed pig that's yeah, yeah, yeah you go treat yourself there after scoring a couple big goals for new york i like that Patrick, in, in so many ways on a Red Bull team right now that has so many younger players and players from all different areas of the world, um, who, who are some of the guys that have, have connected to you and you have connected to them on a, on a personal level? Who, who are you going to share the burger with at Committed Pig when you go on an off day? So I think I'm, I can... I'm on the good terms with everybody because I'm open to everybody like like you know actually but I think the be- on the best term I will Jmi with Tom Edwards, Kevin Clark, Drew Yearwood. There is yeah, I can go with these guys there. Love that. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned your dogs. You could give us a little information out there on your dogs. How how old are they? What are their names? Yeah, us- so I have two dogs. There is American Staffordshire Terrier, and they are similar. They look similar like a pit bulls. And the older one is the name is the Lambo, like a Lamborghini. Okay. He's three years old, and the smaller one is the Mafia. She is one. Okay. Yeah, I love them. That's awesome. Patrick, did you, you, these are dogs that you got when you came to the States, right? Not were dogs that you brought from Scotland. So when I went to Scotland, I had a one, the Lambo, the old, the older one. When I was in Celtic, I took the, the smaller one, the Mafia. And now they, they came with me. It's unbelievable. What a what a journey, not just for Patrick Kamala, but for the but for the dogs. I love that, Connor. That's a fantastic little nugget that we just got. I'm I'm wondering though, Patrick, you you named the other one Mafia. Is that happened to be, you know, you there's a lot of mafia being played with the Red Bulls. Have how have you done when you've played mafia with the guys? So I did I played once. I actually exactly. love I actually love this game when I was in uh, Poland. We played this game, but for now it's 
it's hard to play for me yet because my English is not the highest level. I don't want to make angry guys around me. So, yeah, that's that's gotta be tough. But I'm sure you did great, and you know, you named your dog after it as well. That's it's fantastic. The best player in the mafia is Gaspi. He's the best in mafia. Uh, okay, he's a good liar. Yeah, he's good liar. <laughs> he's the best liar in the club. There you go. That's something something that everybody can really hang their hat on. Um, <laughs> Patrick, let's let's finish with this. Obviously, the the situation for you guys, the game with Atlanta. If you win, you know you qualify for the playoffs. And I guess I'm curious for a, a player that has spent time in Europe, like you have, whether it's in the Polish league or your time with Celtic. Um, playoffs is something that's kind of new for you, right? I mean, it's not really something that's done in in any other spot necessarily in the world more specific here to the United States. When you came to Red Bull and everyone started talking about, we need to get in the playoffs, did you say, what What, what are you guys talking about? We just play the regular season and that's kind of it. Yeah, I didn't know what, what they're talking about. So I, I just asked and it's pretty, it's it's something new for me, but um, I'm excited to to do this before because it's, it's something special, you know, and I I heard the the game in playoffs and the game in a regular season, they are totally different for the players, for the fans, and I'm going to see this. Well, I think the one thing that you, and Connor, you can speak to this because you've been through these wars before, as you guys have tried to get back into the playoff race, essentially you've been playing playoff games for the last couple of months because you, you know you can't necessarily um, drop any points along the way, but it, it, it's got to be, right, Connor? It's got to be something that unique that you've probably had players come to you and say, what what is this? What do you guys do at the end of the season? I'm, I'm not I'm not grasping it yet. Yeah, I think that's probably the best thing that you could have ever had for, you know, give you a little bit of experience before getting into the playoffs is the stretch that you guys have been on. And clearly, Patrick Lamala knows how to play in playoff games. So we're excited, you know, get in those playoffs, and I know we're going to make some noise. I think that's going to be very exciting. Yeah. Also, I think that a lot of a lot of people didn't believe we can make a playoffs because we have twelve or thirteen points to to playoffs. But I couldn't see this in a locker room. Uh, I saw the manager, the players. We were we were ready for playoffs, and I think we just need a, need a good momentum. What we spoke about and we just did this and tomorrow is the last step to to go to in the playoffs well patrick we we enjoyed having you on here for a little bit we appreciate you giving us some time especially on a, a busy week as you guys are playing that three in a week to wind up the regular season um i'll be looking forward to saying goal patrick Kamala later on and helping new york get into the postseason and then see where it goes from there really enjoyed this one um best of best of luck tonight against atlanta and for the remaining part of the season thank you thanks we wrap we wrap up our red bull weekly podcast for my partner connor Lade. i'm matt Harmon. reminder steve jolly and i have the radio call tonight for you we'll start at 6 30 in the beer garden with our pregame show 7 30 kickoff hopefully it's new york celebrating and getting back into the postseason for all of us here on the red bull podcast series thanks for listening and we'll see you next week on Red Bull Weekly.